Last week, we discussed the dangers of Kaas, the ugliness of Kaas. And this week, we're going to delve into the words of the Ramban, who gives us advice on how to deal with this terrible destroyer of tranquility and serenity. The Rabban tells us, Tisnaik tomid ledaber kol dvorecho benachas l'chol odom uvechol eis. Train yourself to speak at all times with nachas, with gentleness, with sweetness to every person and at every time. And the Balai Musa, Amadayik, the Loshan of the Ramban, three diukim, three inferences. Kol dvorecho benachas, kol dvorecho, means all the words that you say, even sometimes words of toichoche, sometimes I have to give someone musr, or sometimes words of tarumah, sometimes I have to argue with somebody, and bring out my point. Even then, kol dvorecho, my words should be benachas. L'chol odom, sometimes there are people who get on our nerves. They bring out the anger in us. Sometimes there are those who insult us, who are nasty to us. Even to them, l'chol odom, one must speak benachas. U'v'chol eis. Sometimes we're very tired. Our nerves are frazzled. Oh, we're in a big rush. We have no time to talk. Even then, we have to speak benachas. And sometimes, they used to say in Kelim, you've got all three together. You have to give somebody Musa, and he's a nasty nudnik, and you're very busy, and you're in a rush. Sheyiu tomid kol dvarecho benachas l'chol adam uvechol eis. Now this is a very tall order. The Ramban is demanding of us a very, very high level of behavior. When I was a child, I remember in one of the summer camps, some of the kids were telling over a story that they had brought as a night activity a stage hypnotist. And one of the amazing things this fellow was able to do with the power of suggestion, he took a counselor and he put into his mind that for the next two weeks, anytime one would say the word Wednesday, he would fall on all fours and begin to bark like a dog. And anytime the next week somebody would go behind him and say Wednesday, he would fall down and start barking. Now imagine living your entire life under such a spell. It could lead to very, very uncomfortable situations. Imagine he comes into shul, Rishchodesh bench, and the robber's up there saying, Rishchodesh yeh b'yoyma revi, and son of the fellow falls down and all four, he starts howling and barking like a dog. It could be very, very embarrassing. But that is what kas is. Kas is a condition that Chazal the Bali Musa tell us is natural to wild animals, to beasts of prey. An angry bear, an angry tiger. As we learned last week, the Zayra Kodesh says that our Neshama Kedosha leaves us at the moment of Kas and gets replaced with the Nefesh of a Kelev. And that as the Ramban quotes the Chazal, Kol Mine Gehenim Sholtimboy, and he loses all his Tafkidim. He could lose all of the tikkunim he already accomplished in his life and his destiny, the special talents that he has to achieve. He cannot achieve them only when he's acting in a matzah of tranquility, of shivui, of equilibrium, as the Maral explained. And when we're in kas, 
when our very insides are in chaos and they're being thrown about, we cannot achieve even what we were destined to accomplish. We learned that kas is the antithesis of menucha sanefesh. And menucha is oilam habo. Shabbos is oilam habo. Kas versus menucha is oilam hazeh versus oilam habo. I heard a brilliant marshal. You know, years back, today, Baruch Hashem, it's not so fashionable, but years back it was considered stylish at fashionable Jewish weddings to bring in towards the end of the chasm what was called a Viennese table. Now, this was not just a meal, this was an event. This was after being satiated with a full six-course chasana meal, people were given the opportunity to indulge in wanton gluttony. Now, those who would gorge themselves on the culinary delights of the Viennese table, they realized that while they were doing it, it's not right. They realized, it's not healthy. It's not good for your diet, it's not good for the calories, it's not refined. He also knew in his heart that to stand while eating is something that's usually done on four legs rather than on two legs. It's not something that an Edel Mensch does. Yet, he would tell himself, okay, it's no big deal, so I indulge a little, I let myself go, I'll work it off later. It's not a big deal in my life. But if Loyaleinu, the person, is a diabetic, then it's a very big deal. If it's something that can upset his entire makeup, it can, it can destroy his health, that what he may have looked at at one time as a not a big deal is a very, very big deal. It's a matter of life and death. We have to realize, when the Ramban is demanding of us such exemplary behavior, we have to realize what, what the stakes are. We're talking about life and death. As we said last week, don't take cast lightly. Rabbi Cheskoritzer writes, that when one is in cast and one is a Baal b'kedusha, not even one muscle, one sinew in his body has any Kedusha left to it. The Gros says, there are Midois Rois. Rashe Bera, the Gros writes, is the Mido of Kas. And the Gemara says, Ragzin Loyola Biyodoy Eleragzenusa. All he has is his anger and his temper. The Morenaim says, the one on the Shoma goes up to Shomayim. Every night, and we have to give an account for the Averis that we did during the day. If someone was in Kas, they don't have to say anything. You just say Kas, and they know everything. They know Kol Minigehenim Shotabai because a person is all to do anything. And the Medrash Pinchas or Apichas Koritza goes on to say when one gives Toichoche to a child or to a friend, and he does it because he does it in anger, Moisif Tumo, Ba'odom Shu Mishavim Lohoichiach. He's pouring tumor into the one that he's trying to, 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 be, to give Musa to. And that's why the Chazanish writes in a letter. It says, sometimes when parents want to scold children, and they do it in anger. It says, they try to tell them, learn, daven, do what's right. It says, the Chazanish says, we have to remember, we have a klal. Godol shimusha yoiser milimudo. One can learn, one learns more from Shimush, from seeing how his Rebbe or his father behaves, more than he can learn from the teachings that he's teaching. So when I'm telling a child, you better start learning, you better start davening. My limud to him is that you have to learn, you have to daven. But what Shimush is he getting from me? His Shimush is that when you don't see what you like, you don't get your way, you get into chaos. Now, I'm not talking about here about leniency with children. I'm not talking about, giving, about not being strict. 
a person should and must be meichiach his children. But the way that he does has to be with menuchas hanefesh. He has to be in control. He can't be bekas. In this week's sedra, when Yankiv Avinu gives the brachas to all of his children, he gives each one, he assigns a special tafkid, a special destiny, special koiches. Every one of the shvatim has certain things that he and only he can accomplish. Yet we knew there are exceptions. Ruvain and Shimon and Levi were not included in the brachas. Reuven was told, yes, 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 you should have had the malucha, you should have had the kahuna, you lost it. Why? Because you were you were quick to show kaschot, to get into kas. And Shimon Velevi, oror apam kioz. The special tafki that they were destined to have was lost because of kas. Reuven lost the malucha, he lost the kahuna. Because as we mentioned the Gemara, that even if Chachamu, and he's a Koyas, as Chachmosei Mistalekes Mimenu, if he's a Novi, if he's a Godel, Gdulosei Mistalekes Mimenu, because one is only programmed to achieve in a Matziv of Shivu Yanefesh, but a Matziv of Tiruf Hadas, of Tiruf Hanefesh, he loses the very powers and talents that HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave him to achieve his Tafkid Achayim, as what happened with Eliyav, the brother of David HaMelech, who was meant to be the king. We could have had Mashiach ben Eliyav. And yet he lost it, as the Chazal tell us, because of his midah of Kaas. So we have to realize that we are dealing with life and death. We are dealing with success in life or failure in life. Because if somebody doesn't, is not Mamala, his tafkid on this world, he's failed. His neshama was sent here for a purpose and it was given all the things that he needs in order to be able to fear his tafkid. And one can lose it. So the Ramban tells us, Now when dealing with kas, it's a little bit of a paradox. In English we call it a catch-22 situation. When one is bekas, what is he supposed to do? Do this, do that. When I have kas, I have no seichel. I have no Yerushalayim. Chazal say, so where am I supposed to take the strength to deal with the kas if I'm not a person? If Chazal tell us, don't even try to speak so you can't talk sense to someone when he's in anger, when he's in a temper. So what am I supposed to do? It's a circle. How am I meant to deal with kas? Somebody once came to the Briskerov. It was a from politician who was involved in the politics in Eretz Yisrael. And he made a few wrong decisions and got himself into a terrible mess. And he didn't know how to get out of it. And he came to the Briskarov for advice. The Briskarov said, I'll tell you a story. One of the cities in Europe, the Balagola, the, fa- the town wagon driver, was getting on in years. And it was decided that he has to retire. They told him, you can't retire until you find a replacement. We need a new Balagola. And who's going to decide who's the new Balagola? The old Balagola will give the new one a faher. And if he passes the test that he's a good Balagola, he will take his place. So it was a young fellow who was aspiring to become the Balagola. And he comes into the old man. He's ready to his, for his test. He tells him, okay, fellow, let me see. You're riding along and the wagon slips into a ditch and you can't get it out. What do you do? He says, well, I start whipping the horses ferociously. He says, until they pull it out. He says, what if that doesn't work? Well, then... I tell the people, I tell the people to take off some of the bags to make it a little bit lighter, and I whip again. What if that doesn't work? He says, well, then I tell the men to get out and to help push. What if that doesn't work? I tell the women and children to get out too, and everybody pushes together. He says, but what if that still doesn't work? The fellow scratches and says, you know, I don't know. I don't know what I would do. He says, forget it. You can't be the Balagola. He says, okay, I accept. But on his way, he says, listen, 
I talk, it can't be the Algal, but you, will you at least tell me what are you supposed to do in such a situation? He says, I don't know either, but a good Balagol never gets himself into such a ditch like that. Because <laughs> you got yourself into such a mess. A good politician doesn't get himself into such a mess. Since Kas is a matzav that's intrinsically, as we said, temporary insanity, we cannot rely on our faculties of seich, we cannot rely on our intellect. Our Eitz is the Al-Korchach, the Ramban, is teaching us something else. He's telling us how not to get into Kaas in the first place. Tisnaik tomid ledaber kol dvorecho benachas lechol odom uvechol eis. He means bechol eis when you're not in Kaas. If I am in Menucha in the morning, Later on, Lachazman, when the pressures come, all the diburim of Nachas throughout the entire day will help that I shouldn't get into the matzav of Kas. In Chazal, Kas is always referred to as Resicho, Rosach. What's Resicho? Boiling. You put a pot of water on the flame and it boils. What happens? While you're looking at it, it looks just like any other pot of water. It's simmering and simmering and slowly the bubbles come and it erupts and it boils over. But all that time until then, you didn't see anything. But it was cooking and cooking and coming close to the point of resicha. That's what anger is. A person comes home and the meal's not ready or there's a mess and everybody's nervous and he blows up and he loses it. Doesn't necessarily mean he lost it because of the matzav now. He's been in traffic for two hours too. And he's been boiling and he's been simmering. And he had so many pressures at the office too. And now, of course, because of his covet, he kept it and he saved his wonderful present for his wife and children for when he gets home. But that's when it all erupted. But if he would have been Medaba Benachas, Becholes, in the morning, the Loshan Rambam, the Loshan Rambam, the Rambam says, Vitinotzel Minachas, to be saved from Kas. From the matzah of getting into Kas. The antidote, the refuah for Kas, is menuchas hanefesh when things are okay. If somebody is snappy and irritable, if he's a makbid, as Hilazokin said, you can't bring me to Akpod. Akpod is not yet anger. Akpod just means insisting on having my way, always verbalizing my annoyances. Always telling you my dissatisfaction. Words that are not benachas. All this will cause him eventually to erupt and to bring tumor into his home. Dibure nachas. That's tonic for the upheaval of the soul. And as the Mesilus Yesharim tells us, famous klal in Avodas Amidus, the chitzoinius is mashpia on the pnimius. The outward hisnagos, outward behavior affects deeply, deeply the inside of a person. He says a person is not always in control of his inner emotions. A person could be by nature lazy, the Mesil Sisharim says. What could he do? He's lazy. He says he should affect the outward motions of Zrizus and he'll find that his nefesh will awaken. If we affect the outward diburim and isnagisn of a baal menuchas hanefesh, this will be mashpianas. And the Mesil Yisharim says, "Vikalhu." He says, "You'll be surprised at how easy it is, because these are things that are in our control. The things that the storm inside our nefesh is sometimes beyond our control. But our outward, outside words, and emotions, and expressions, these are in our control, and these can shape and carve." What our insides are going to be like. Dibur benachas is also habit forming. 
When one talks again more and more diburan benachas, soothing words, it brings down the temperature. We wake up in the morning, there's a pot being put on the fire. And the diburam of nachas, we're just turning down the temperature. And that's v'tinotzel minachas. Now to understand the eternal and penetrating wisdom of the Ramban, who gives this eitzah of dibur benachas to one of life's most difficult tests, we have to delve a little bit more deeply. Kas and dibur, anger and speech, are inextricably bound one with another. Kas, the Svarim tells us, turns us into beasts. The lesson of the Mesir is we become like Chayes Torfois. The Zohar HaKadr says we become like animals. We lose our human form. The Torah tells us, Vayipach ba'apov nishmas chayim vati odom lenefesh chayo. HaKadosh Baruch Hu blew it into us a living soul and we became a living spirit. And the Targum says, L'ruach memalolo, to a spirit that speaks. When HaKadosh Baruch Hu put neshama into us, we got koyach hadibur. We are the only creation in the world who possessed the ability to speak. We're on a different level. We're categorized as medaber. There's chai, doimem tzameach, chai. Chai means the animal kingdom. And then there's the human being who's medaber. Only man can speak. A parrot cannot speak. A parrot cannot express itself. He can mimic words. The ability to communicate, dibur, is uniquely human. And it's only because we have within us nishmas chayim. We have a chelek elakayim mal That it was what graced us with the power and the ability to speak. Now, if kas is the deterioration of the human soul into that of a beast, it follows that that automatically includes a breakdown of dibur. Do you ever notice, it's not so nice to talk about, how sometimes people in kas can use the worst nivel per and obscenities? Why? What does one have to do with the other? Why should that have an effect? Why should he resort to foul language just because he doesn't cast? What's the connection? Because when there's a breakdown of Dibur, there's a defilement of the Koyach of Dibur. That's the result. And that's why the antidote, the refuah, has to be Kedushas HaDibur. Dibur Benachas. The Sefer Hasidim writes, Kas is goyrim, a person to say the worst things with his mouth. He can blasphemy. And people do this when they're in caste. They're over on Birchas Hashem, Rachman al-Itzlon, which is so, so chomer that Chazal never used the real word for it. We use a euphemism. We call it Birchas Hashem, and we mean the opposite. And people could be over on that, Avera. When they're in caste, the Edibur goes into Shoel Tachtis Mamish. Because they've lost their human form. They're no longer medabrim. And the Chayvaz Halavavas tells us, Dibur is the Kulmes Halev. You know, in the physical world, there's something in the sonogram, there's an x-ray, you can look inside and see what a person's innards look like. If you want to see someone's neshama, look at the words coming out of his mouth. And you could see what his neshama looks like. So imagine what a person's neshama looks like when his mouth is spewing forth hatred and nastiness and sometimes profanity, like a gushing sewer, imagine what his neshama looks like at that moment. 
You know, in the Torah, Kaas is referred to as Chaloin Af. Af is the nose, the nostrils. It refers to the flaring of the nostrils when one is in Kaas. It's very deep biurim in this Indian, the connection. Chush HaReyach was the Chush that was not Nivgam in the Chet, in the chet of the Eid Sadas. Ria, Shmir, Taste, all of the senses were involved except for the Chush HaReyach, which is why it remains a Dover Rochni. And Chazal say, Menayin Shemivorchen Al HaReyach, Kol HaNashamat Halal Ko, Dover HaNashamat Neheneboi. Reyach, the sense, the ability to smell, is an Indian Rochni. That's why it shares the same root as Ruach and Rochni is. And Karbonus went up, L'Reyach Nichoyach. The same word ruach refers to dibur. The ruach of dibur and the reach, the af and the pe. Isn't it interesting? HaKadosh Baruch who created every organ in the body with a specific function. No two organs overlap. There are no organs that share their function with others except the mouth and the nose. These are the only two avarim that both share a common function, that they inhale and exhale the ruach, the neshima, which is the neshama. Because dibur, the peh and the af, which is chaloin af, kas and dibur, these two realms are bound one with another. We know that children are especially prone to anger. Sometimes they throw tantrums. You see them mamish losing themselves. Listen sometimes the way children speak to each other. Listen around the Shabbos table sometimes. Our brothers talk to sisters. The Dibur is almost always confrontational. There's never soft words really communicating between one and another because the Dibur is not yet fully, fully developed. That comes with maturity. Tinek daber of a And as he grows older and older, he develops the skills of communication. But as long as the Dibur is still immature, so to the level of caste and the occasions of explosions, of eruptions, of temper and tantrums, will continue because the ability to have menuchas ha-nefesh is connected to the development of dibur. The chazoinish, whose menuchas ha-nefesh was legendary, just being in his presence had a tranquilizing effect. People would just walk into him with the greatest sorrows and would walk out so soothed and so calm. The Chazoinish's dibur, his, his ni'imus, the sweetness, the purity, the dignity of his, of his verbalization of thought was so exquisite. The Chazoinish couldn't bring himself, to, he saw a dog, he couldn't bring himself to say the word dog. He would say, Afir Fisage, a four-legged one. He, he was so makbid. There was such nachas, there was such beauty in his dibur. And you see with all G'dayli Yisrael. And that's why he reached the zenith of menuchas ha-nefesh. That he was able to soothe an entire dur. So that is what the Ramban is teaching us. Dibur benachas, bezer tinotzel menachas. It should be a catchphrase. We should write it down and we should say it to ourselves over and over. Internalizing this and taking this into our lives will change our lives. But the power of Dibur Benachas is so extraordinary that even though Kas means a person lost his Seichel, 
And you can't talk to his intellect because ain't meratzim ba'odam b'shas kasoi. Yet soft speech dibur benachas has the power to help someone even when he is already gripped in the throes of anger. As the Yorchas Sadikim says, Hashtiko mevateles hakas koil nomuch. Soft. When a person feels himself, he's getting into kas. He has to lower his tone. Ulechein kishi. When a person feels his cast is overcoming him, he has to see to lower his tone. Eve, that's the awesome power of Dibra Benachas. This Dibra Benachas, that's like lowering the flame under the pot. And then this Dibra Benachas, sometimes it's boiling, but you could take ice water and pour it into the boiling cauldron and it also will cool it down. They used to say, sometimes you would hear him talking very, very softly. And that, mean that, and that meant at that moment he was angry about something. There was a famous Asif in Petterburg, which all the G'dayli Yisrael came to. It was an urgent matter. There was a decree by the Russian government. They wanted certain changes. The Rabbanim should have degrees. It was a, a ganze, ganze machloikis, and there was different approaches, and there was a difference of opinion between Reb Chaim Brisk and the Arsameach, how to deal with it. And Reb Chaim brought the Chofetz Chaim along to this Asifa in order to bolster his side. And they were near a certain hotel, and the Arsameach told over the Chofetz Chaim came to his room and banged on his door, and he spoke to him. As he was speaking to him, he lowered his voice and he walked away. He came back and he continued, lowered his voice again and walked away three times. And the Arsameach said, I knew that each time he was working on Kas because he was upset with me. And being a Koyan myself, I know how difficult that was. And I could, be, I could appreciate the avoid that went into it. The Pasik tells us. Soft tones, a soft answer. The danger of words spoken in Kaas. We all know of cases where words fell out of a person's mouth that he regretted for life, for lifetime. So the avoid of cold varecha benachas will give potency to our words too because divrecha chomen benachas nishmoin. A balmenuchas hanefesh is mashpia on everyone. Sometimes in an office, any situation, we all know that someone can come in, one person can come in who's very irritable, he's very nasty, he casts a pall of, of nervousness on the entire sviva. And someone comes in whose dibur is benachas, who's soft and gentle. Everyone becomes soothed. And working on this is so remarkable. It helps. We said it, 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 the effects are, so, are almost instantaneous. We'll see a difference so quickly. And it's self-fulfilling because even when one falls and one loses himself and he speaks harshly, but he reminds himself again, ah, I should have spoken softer. And that again reinforces the message of Menuchas HaNefesh over and over. So there's opportunities all the time to improve ourselves. So the Eitz of the Ramban, which is the opening Eitz of the Geras Ramban, is an Eitz HaMukav in the flow. He's telling us a way of life, an Eitz, and a piece of advice that will govern our lives and steer the course to mamish bring purity and Menuchas HaNefesh into our existence. When dealing with anger, we have to realize and remember one of the Yisoidists in dealing with all Nisiyonis. The Gemara tells us about Rabbi Kiva. 
who as he was being burnt by the Romans and Sorku Bisori Bimasreka Shalbaj, they were tearing at his flesh with iron combs. He said, Shma Yisrova Yamarich Be'echod. He was drawing out the word Echon as Talmidim asked Rabbeinu Ad Khan, till what extent can one be Dovak in the Rabbeinu Shalom? And he answered, Kol Yomai, my whole life I was waiting. Mosa Yove Liyodi Vakai Menu. Whenever I said Krishma, Vahavtashem Lekech, Bukholavovcho, Bukhol Nafshecho, the one has to be Moisa Nefesh, I was waiting my whole life for the moment that I should be able to give myself as a sacrifice to the Rabbeinu Shalom. So Rav Destel says, A Moiridike Moiridike Vod. When one is faced with an Nisoyen, if he's prepared for the Nisoyen, if he's thought before how he's going to act when the mats of the Nisoyen comes, that makes it bearable. Rabbi Akiva said, you know why I can stand here when they're tearing at my flesh and I can be marich be'echod because kol yomai, whenever I said Shema Yisrael, whenever I said echod, I was thinking and preparing myself that there could be a mat of Mesiris Nefesh. So now when it comes to it, I have the hachonah. I have the base. And I'm able to overcome the Nisoyen. A person has to realize and make a list in his mind of the situations and the matzovim that bring him to Kaas and be prepared for them. Because since Kaas is a destruction of Menucha Sanefesh, there's nothing that destroys, that disrupts Menucha Sanefesh like surprises. If a person is asleep, there could be noise going on, he could sleep right through the noise. But a little noise that's a surprise, an unexpected sound will wake him up. Because you can't have menucha when things are irregular, when things are unexpected. When one is prepared for the matzav, he can have menucha sanefesh. So many matzavim. And we should all think to ourselves, certainly we're all aware of what Erev Shabbos sometimes before this man, what that can do to someone's nerves. We have to think about it. Before Erev Shabbos, I'm going to work on myself. How about traffic? And many car situations. We all know about road rage. I once had the misfortune of cutting off somebody in a pickup truck. He chased me down till Lakewood. I was driving. I was terrified. And, I, and I, he chased me through the yeshiva. I finally got to my house, locked myself in. He came banging, bang on the door. He wanted it. <laughs> I had with me a, an elderly woman, a passenger. And she, I was terrified. She walked right out to the door and she spoke to him so softly. Take it easy. Take it easy. Manarach Yoshev And that sent him away. But sometimes, you know, when people are insensitive on the road, we get into cars. What about looking for things? Where are those keys? Where are my glasses? Where's my hat? And people can overturn a home because the, the, the things aren't where they're meant to be. Simchas. Going to Simchas. Coming late, coming early, when to go, when to leave. People have their own simchas. Making a simcha. How many times we can fall into cast, we could lose ourselves. Trips. We have to go on a trip. The packing, the getting together, getting everybody into the car. These are, these are flashpoints that we have to be prepared for that could bring us to cast. Sometimes we go into a place where we know we're going to have to wait. We know we're going to have to wait online. And some of us can't bear that. We have to be prepared for it. Sometimes we know there are certain people who get us very upset. Certain situations. There was a Yid in Geman in Lakewood, Abdabad Kalashina Zatzal. It was Nifta a couple of years ago. Every Rosh Hashanah, he used to set aside a sum of money, a few thousand dollars. 
This is for sikhsukhim, for any argument that may come up during the year about money issues, the money's already here. I'm not going to lose myself over a few dollars. I have it prepared beforehand. Some of us have a problem with dealing, when we're dealing with inanimate objects too. Surely some men have known what it means of dealing with those folding carriages, trying to open and close them. There's some diabolical plot that when any, any male intervention comes, they should uh, malfunction. And many, many other things we know that can get us to lose our temper. Women, just waking up in the morning is a situation, is a matzah facing the day's work and all the children. Can I know her? And all the nisyoinus of a day automatically means there's going to be constant assaults on my menuchas ha-nefesh. And we have to be prepared for it when we wake up in the morning. Not to be cholila mechanech with kaas. We can be mechanech with strength. We can be mechanech with strictness, but not with kaas. Because when we're mechanech with kaas, it's not chinuch. Biggest raya. Kid at the Shabbos table. Stop playing with that cup. Stop playing with that. Stop playing with that. Suddenly the cup spills. I told you to stop playing with the cup. Now, if it's chinuch, now, when the cup spilled, that's not the avl. The avl was playing with the cup. Now, why wasn't I yelling at him when he was playing with the cup? That's the time to be mechanichim. The fact that it spilled on the two, that's not the moment of chinuch. Teres is not really chinuch. It just, I've got upset. And I have to work on it. I have to train myself. It was a levaya in square. A woman was nifter. And she left over a door of illustrious Talmud Chachomim. And one of them got up to say a hesped. said, I don't have to speak long, so I want to say one thing about my mother. None of us ever remember her raising her voice. The Groysa Madregis. Groysa, Groysa, Groysa Madregis. But it's something to think about and to work on. Kol dvarecho benachas lechol odom uvechol eis. Reb Chaim even said, he said, one should be mispalel. He said, Before one goes to a place where he knows it could bring him to Kass, Yispalel, he should pray, he should say, I'm about to go through the valley of death, to a to a place of danger. Save me from from the depth of his heart he should be one should ask this every morning this tefillah and we say it in Lakain so we ask every day sometimes we allow ourselves displays of temper when dealing with nasty or insensitive or selfish people Sometimes at a chasm, you gotta go, and there's somebody's outside, he blocked all the cars. And you go inside, you try to get hold of the guy, he says, Yeah, I'm coming. And he spends more time talking and more time eating, Yeah, yeah, I'm coming. And people wanna get out, and everybody's nervous. And you let him have it. And he probably, he really deserves it, because he's a very selfish person. But we think that for some reason, if I'm angry at him, it's okay to get angry. Anger is not bein odom lechaveiroi, anger is bein odom laatzmoi. It's no different. I'm angry at him. Uh, he did something wrong, so I'm going to go Khalil and eat treif. Kass is worshipping Avodah Zara. What does it have to do with who I'm angry at? It's our personal Avodah. 
And if a person would remember this, that it's avoid as Hashem. Every time I conquer the caste, I'm worshipping a Kodesh Baruch I'm sitting in a car alone. And I'm in traffic. And I'm starting to get nervous. I say, who cares? There's nobody here. If I'm, who am I hurting? No. If I sit there behind that seat, behind that wheel, and insist I'm going to calm myself, at that moment, if I would have exploded, I would be eating treif. Now I'm eating matzah. Now I'm blowing shoifer. I'm serving the rabbinah shaloylam. As the original said, we mentioned it last week, that where do we have an opportunity to be the kind of mitzvah of not worshipping Avodah Zorah. When we're alone, it's an Avodah Bein Odom Le'atzmoy. Of course, when others are involved, we can hurt other people, there's the added dimension of Bein Odom Le'chaveroy. But it's incumbent upon ourselves that we train ourselves and work on having Menuchas HaNevesh and have satisfaction from it. I conquered something. And one who can conquer this is truly invincible. We also have to work on our attitudes in Betochen and Emune. Often we get into anger because things don't go our way. And the morale says that is the essence of why. What do you mean my way? <laughs> Am I in control of my destiny? Every single thing that happens to me, to the most minute detail, this hashgacha protis, everything has a reason. And often those details could be very much dependent on my response to this provocation. In the Sefer Amidos it says, when a person is having an Esoyen of Kas, he should remember, listen to Eloshan, Ki berega nesoyen hakas shoiklim bashomayim im lohoirid loishefa parnosa. At that moment that he's being tested in anger, they're weighing in judgment in Shomayim whether to send him his hashpah of parnosah. V'tiske you can only get it im tichboish kascho. Because the whole danger of kas is that one loses what's destined for him. And that means gashmius and rochnius. We can only have our parnosah because it's mushka, because it's sent to us, it's destined for us. But in a matzav of kas, we can lose that too. Imagine, somebody has a, has a corporation and he's courting a very big customer who can bring him tremendous profits and, 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 he, and he walks in and he hears that there's some sort of fight going on. One of his workers met this fellow and he was nasty to him and sent him running out and he got in a big fight. So who was it? That was that big customer. <laughs> what? He was the guy who was going to bring us this big deal and you, just, and, and you mistreated him? That's what we're doing to ourselves. In the moment of temptation of caste, that is the moment that we can be zoichet the shefer panosah. And at that moment we choose to be nasty, we choose to go into caste. The malas nefesh of a maber al midoisov. Moichlin loy kol avoinoisov. As chazal zogen, moichlin loy kol avoinoisov. The shahid shuva writes, hu pesach tikvo nichbod ad mo'id. This is a gate of hope. Person will come with Yanavelt and they'll start taking out the sacks and sacks of Averis. And by now the person is quaking, he's trembling in terror. What's he going to do? And then he'll remind himself of an incident. He had a little machloikasil with somebody, the other person insulted him. And instead of answering back, he was Mavar al Midoisa, he'll take out the Gemara. Take all those sacks and throw them into the ocean. 
And if he wasn't Ma'abar al-Midoisov, oh, he will eat his heart out. Look what I could have saved myself. And what did I gain? A stupid answer. So I showed him that he's not on top, and I'm a little notch higher. Now what happened? Look what I lost. A little bit of seichel we need to have. There are also schoolers that are brought from Heilige Mekoris. The Shlach Kodesh writes that when one feels cast coming on, he should grab onto the konof, to the corner of his tzitzit, and he should look at his tzitzit. This konof is begimatri, a cast. And just like cast chases away the shechina, to just have a koyach to bring the shechina back into a person's life. And the Chofetz Chaim brings the schooler, and he writes, the cast toiv ma'oid l'estakel ala tzitzis. Chaim Briska says, he remembers once when he was a small child, he got very, very angry, and he came running to the house, and his father, the Beis Halevi, called him over, and took out his tzitzis. And he did one string after another. And he took it out, and he said, with each one I felt as if he's removing the cast from my heart, and by the time he did the eighth chut, was completely gone. And it was taken out of my neshama, this midah of chaos. The Swaram Akadoshim brings to say, Omen Yehei Shmei Rabba, with Kavona. He's a schooler, gedoyler, ubeduka, umenusa. Rapsodic writes, we should try leaving the room. Walk outside and then come back in. In the Zoyer it's brought, to look at a baby. Hold a baby in one's hand, have the power to reduce the chaos. In Settle Cotton for Naimali Melech, he says one should say, Haknani, Hachiti, Amuri, Aprizi, Achiba, Ivusi, Bagir Goshi. And that will calm him down. And Bechlal, waiting before acting in Kass. We have someone to criticize. Let's put it on hold for a few hours. And then talk, then say what we have to say. And then perhaps we'll be able to say it with a manerach. The point is to work on it. The point is to remember that if a person has Makadash Atzmai Mulmato, HaKadosh Baruch who gives him Siyata Deshmaya, if a person has Mispal to the Rebbein help me, help me control myself. The Rebbein Shalom will help him. And this is the Moradik Echizuk, Rabbi Sai. When we learn about the Gnus of Kaas, the terrible things that it does to one's neshama. So one says, so what do I do? What do I do with all the years of ugliness? What do I do with so many times I lost myself? What's going to be with all that cast? Remember what Chazal teach us. If an Avera that I did disgusts me so much that because of that I'm spurred to change. So those Averas become mitzvahs. Zedoinus naslem kizochius. If I will take a work on bettering myself because I realize the gnus of cast. I can take all those times in my life that I got into calf and turn those became now vehicles to bring me to, to self-improvement. And I can and, and they can become mitzvahs mamish. The Rabbi Chaim brings a marshal. There was a king who had a magnificent diamond. And he gave it to craftsmen. He wanted them to cut it and to polish it. And it fell down and it got terribly scratched. And it was ruined, it was flawed, and no one knew what to do. And there was one very, very expert, it was an artisan. And he said, give it to me. And he took the diamond with the scratches, and he took a special style, a certain type of pen, and he took the scratches, and he drew a few more lines, and turned it into a magnificent design. And now the diamond, besides being a diamond, also had carved into it a beautiful design. He took the scratches and made it something beautiful. We could do that with our Midas Royce. 
We could do that with the cast, and we could take that and use it as something to make us better that will become a beautiful design on the diamond that's our neshama. Lekutim Aram from Nachman Breslov says a Dover Neure. The Torah tells us, we'll come into Yisrael, there will be such a thing as Tzaraz Habayis. A house can be afflicted with Tzaraz. And Chazal tells us, why did Hashem do this? Because when there's Tzaraz, you have to break down the walls. And the Amorim, who lived in Yisrael before we came there, had buried treasure, which inside the walls, which we never would have discovered. So by break, bringing Tzaraz, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, will get us to open up the walls and we'll find the buried treasure. Sometimes we have a Tzaraz. We have an affliction in our midas. We have to know that under every tzoras there is a treasure. There lies the koyach, the potential for my greatness. Dafke, in the thing that I'm being so tested in. That's my f- potential for godless. I heard from a god of Yisrael. It says Rishlokish. The Gemara tells us about Rishlokish. That man the mishtoi rishlokish ba'adei b'shuk yehav aloyiski b'loy sadi. Rishlokish's integrity was so respected that anybody who rishlokish would talk to in the marketplace, so that person already whose credit was so established that anybody would lend him money without aidim, without a shtar. What you spoke to rishlokish, you must be something extraordinary. And remember, there were many, many amirayim living in the time. Only about rishlokish it says that one who rishlokish would talk to that was a sign that this person is honest. Beyond reproach, who was Resh Lakish? What's Resh Lakish's history? We all know the Gemara Resh Lakish was the head of a gang of bandits, of thieves, until Rabbi Yechonin discovered him and drew him close to Yiddishkeit. So he was the gang, head of a gang of thieves. And underneath that Saras was the treasure of such honesty and such integrity that one who Rishlokish with all people, one who would talk to Rishlokish, would be known to be someone who's trustworthy. We mentioned last week about Eliyav, who Chazal tell us was Roy to be the Melech, David Melech's brother, and he lost it because of the Midah of Kaas, as Chazal say, call, even if Machrizan all of Gedulam and Hashemayim, if he gets him to Kaas, we take it away from him. Instead of David Amelach, it would have been Aliyah Amelach. Mashiach ben Aliyah. Well, let's think for a moment. So Rashi says, none of the other brothers, the other seven children of Yishai, were roy to be a Melech. Only Aliyah, he says, was Hoylem Keser Malchus. He lost it because of his caste. Why Aliyah? If he was the Kaisen. This is Mamash what we see over here. He had within him, Taka the Kaisen, Taka the difficult nature. He had it within him to be a Melech when no one else had. He didn't overcome his caste, so he didn't achieve his true destiny. So when we see we have weaknesses, we should realize that's, a, that's opportunity talking to us. Overcoming those weaknesses can make us great, can make us malachim, can make us shine, can make our neshama sparkle like diamonds. HaKadosh Baruch Hu should give us the siyata deshmaya. And the koiches ha-nefesh, we have to dive into the Ebishter, should give us the koiches ha-nefesh, that we should be able to bring out our true potential. And we should be able to live our lives according to the beautiful and wonderful ritzoyness that we all have. And the Ebishter should give us the yata deshmai and avoidus Hashem until we'll be zoichet v'makabu p'nei meshiach tzidkeinu b'mehera v'meinu. Amen.